안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까? Uh, today I'd like to talk about true family and uh, true universe centered on true love from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. Let's study. True family and true universe centered on true love. Who is the Messiah sent to the people of Israel as promised in the Old Testament? The Messiah is the one who comes as a true parent, true teacher, and true king. However, because Jesus was prevented from establishing a true family, and uniting his people, the Messiah needs to come again. In other words, because Jesus did not accomplish the national level foundation, the Messiah of the second advent will come as the third Adam and teach the way of the true parents, true teacher, and true king at the world level. This is the messianic concept. Wherever the family, nation, world, and heaven exists, we always need to establish the three subject partners of parent, teacher, and leader. If a person is situated in the world of space, he needs to orient himself with up and down, right and left, and front and rear. That is the only way to ascertain one's current position. Also, there are many possible variations in a person's appearance depending on whether he is correctly situated in terms of up and down, right and left, and front and rear. The same formula applies to the family, the nation, and the world. Just as an individual's position is related to what is above and below, right and left, and front and back, the family consists of parents and children, husband and wife, and brothers and sisters. Similarly, on the national level, with the leader in the central position, families ought to embrace all civilizations of East and West and all civilizations of North and South. Then they can embrace all people of the world as brothers and sisters. Ultimately, every level will form a pattern resembling that of a family with the individual as the central model. In the same manner, a person's existence expands to the level of the family, nation, world, heaven and earth, and eventually reaches God. Each person has the desire to live as the center of the cosmos and has the potential to make that a reality. Yes. <clears throat> If a person is situated in the world of space, he needs to orient himself uh, with up and down and right and left and front and rear. This is the only way to ascertain one's current position, depending on whether you are correctly situated in terms of up and down and right and left and front and rear your position of existence will not be shaken, but will be settled. Nothing can be uh, uh, excluded here because that is the, uh, the law of the universe. The same formula applies to your relationship of above and below, right and left and front and back, 
family problems, national problems, and world problems. Just as an individual position is related to what is above or below, our right and left, and front and back, and the family consists of the parent and children, husband and wife, and brothers and sisters. The things we need to understand clearly is that all people exist within the three dimensional relationship of the four position foundation. Human being cannot live apart from the, these kind of the relationships. Therefore, if debate from the, these relationships and laws and try to assert yourself and live alone, it will result in violating the law of the universe and you will eventually uh, be pushed out of the world of existence and perish. Therefore, the relationship of above and below, right and left and front and back are the foundation of life for one's own existence. That's why you must think of this relationship like your own life and maintain and develop them. Only through this kind of the harmonious relationship of above and below, right and left, front and back, are circular motion and spherical motion are possible. And you can live a life of the realizing true love. In that sense, my parents are absolute in realizing true love. For me, children are absolute. For me, my wife is absolute. For me, my husband is absolute. For me, brothers and sisters are absolute. Apart from this relationship, I can't grow or exist. This is the law of the universe. Similarly, on the national level, with the leader in the central position, families ought to embrace all civilizations of East and West and all civilizations of North and South. Then they can embrace all people of the world as the brothers and sisters and ultimately realize one model family. Our divine principle is so great, right? A living divine principle talking about original sin again. Let's study EDP. The original sin may be thought of as the root of all sins, hereditary sin as the trunk, collective sin as the branches, and individual sin as the leaves. All sins sprout from the original sin, which is their root. Hence, without extirpating the original sin, there is no way to completely eradicate other sins. Let's study Father's word. Ceremony to uproot original sin. How can we eliminate the original sin? Father has to give the blessing centering on a certain condition. To drink the holy wine during the blessing ceremony is a ceremony to remove original sin. You didn't know that. We can separate from the satanic world in heaven and earth, centering on such absolute content. Don't you think so? That is how it is with the principle. You must go through the foundation of substance, centering on the foundation of faith, and establish the foundation for the Messiah. So, what is the foundation for the Messiah? The foundation for the Messiah is the foundation that I establish for the Messiah. 
It's not the foundation that the Messiah establishes for me. That is why we have to follow it absolutely. We shouldn't say, I like it during the night, but don't like it during the day. Or, I like this, but I don't like that. Yeah. How can we eliminate the original sin? Father has to give the blessing centering on a certain condition. To drink holy wine uh, during the blessing ceremony uh, is a ceremony to remove original sin. The holy wine ceremony that removes original sin, original, is a ceremony to completely separate from satanic world. Therefore, you know, to re, uh, receive this blessing, fallen people need to create a foundation for the Messiah to the foundation of faith and foundation of substance, which are human being portion of responsibility. So what is the foundation for the Messiah? The foundation for the Messiah is the foundation that I established for the Messiah. It is not the foundation that the Messiah established for me. That's why we have to follow the Messiah absolutely. Therefore, if we establish the foundation to meet the Messiah, we need to set the standards of absolute faith, absolute love, and absolute obedience since they are the, uh, the Messiah that we need. You also need to know how to be grateful in any situation. Once we meet the Messiah, as long as we promise to follow them, the only condition is absolute faith and love and obedience. We are walking on the faith course because of this. But if you have a lot of dissatisfaction and self-assertion, you should reflect on what you are working on the faith course for. Next. Uprooting Original Sin and the Seven-Year Course. The purpose of restoration is not just for a husband or a wife alone. We need to indemnify as a Cain and an Abel couple. This means we need to receive the Messiah after we establish the foundation of faith and the foundation of substance, which would eliminate the original sin. The process of eliminating the original sin is the holy wine ceremony, where you attend the blessing ceremony. Afterwards, we would go through a seven-year course. Your true parents went through it, so you must do it as well. Do you understand? Then, what do we have to do during this period? We must restore the history of 7,000 years through indemnity. In other words, we must restore the history of 7,000 years, the history of 6,000 years, and 1,000 years of the Sabbath through indemnity. The process of the eliminating the original sin is the holy wine ceremony where you attend the blessing ceremony. Afterwards, the couple must go through the seven years course together. You know, when Father initiated, you know, uh, our unification movement, and when he giving the blessing to our senior blessed couple and every father saying that everybody need to go to the, the seven years course with the Messiah. During this seven years course, we must restore the history of 7,000 years, the history of 6,000 years and 1,000 years of the Sabbath through indemnity. 
according to Father's word, the emphasize uh, that the most important thing we have to do during the seven-year course, we must go on after receiving the blessing is to complete the heavenly tribal Messiah mission. When I study about that, a seven years course, what should we do, Father? Emphasize again and again, everybody needs to do heavenly tribal Messiah. If you cannot complete within uh, this, uh, when, uh, if you cannot complete this within seven years, you have to complete it within 21 years. If you still cannot complete it within 21 years, you have to complete it within 40 years. This is because the course we have to complete after blessing is fulfilling the four great realms of heart, three great kings, and the realm of the royal family. My brother says here, realm of the royal family is very important. The realm of the royal family cannot complete just only centering the family. The realm of the royal family is completing the heavenly tribal messiah mission and registering in the royal family of the kingdom of heaven. This is the ceremony to register in Chanbo 1. The result of the seven years course after receiving the blessing is not just only living a public life for seven years. It is to register in Chanbo 1 through heavenly tribal messiah mission. Very important is a seven years course, my brothers and sisters. Are you completed seven years course? Those who are not yet registered Chan Bowen, that means you are not yet fulfilled your seven years course. Next. If Adam and Eve had not fallen, what should Jesus have done when he came? He should have established a greater sovereign nation then the sovereign nation of Satan, and simultaneously removed original sin of all of all humankind. He should have removed the original sin. The children whose parents are united with him in a position free from original sin can enter heaven without believing in Jesus. If Adam and Eve had not fallen, we would not have needed the Savior. You must understand this clearly. If Adam and Eve had not fallen, we would not have to believe in a religion or pray. We needed the Messiah, Savior because they had fallen. Yeah. Since the second generation who were born after receiving the blessing through true parents and eliminating original sin already set the condition of the having uh, eliminated Satan's lineage, Originally, if, uh, even if they did not believe in the Messiah, they could go directly to heaven if they just keep absolute purity and establish families. The kingdom of heaven is a world where the Savior is not needed. The world of heaven is a world where we live attending eternal true parents as a representative of God instead of the Savior. In the fallen realm before receiving the blessing, we need was a savior and the Messiah. But once we receive the blessing, which is salvation, we no longer need a savior and the Messiah. We just need to live attending true parents as the eternal ancestor, eternal parents. 
Today's youth ministry blessed are those who are persecuted for religious uh, righteous uh, uh, sake. Let's start it. Matthew chapter 5, uh, verses 3 to 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. <clears throat> Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Yes. Okay, let's just study. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. A person who leads a good life of heart is at peace no matter who sees them. And it gives peace and faith to others. That's why when God sees such a person, he trusts them. A believer must lead a good life of heart and move the secular world. At the end of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, he said, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Among the Beatitudes, the last one is for those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. What kind of heart do you all live with? First, does your heart have tears or is it more filled with concern? Our course of faith in a contradictory world cannot be without tears. What is the problem with our church members today? We only have the concept of hearing the principle, but there are no tears in our hearts. Yeah. People who lead a good life of heart and people who have good control over their mind are at peace, no matter who sees them, and it gives peace and faith to others. From that perspective, are you people who cause those around you, your parents and your able figure to worry? Or are you people who give peace to those around you? Are you people who go beyond the level of the giving peace and move the world? A believer must lead a cool life of heart and move the secular world. So they have to be peacemakers wherever they go. That's why Bible say in Matthew chapter five verse nine, uh, blessed are the uh, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. The Bible says that those who bring peace to the world and move the world uh, will receive the blessing to become God's children. How can you bring peace to others when your life of faith is not peaceful and your family is not peaceful? At the end of the Jesus' sermon on the mountain, he said, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, 
for there is the kingdom of heaven. The path, the paths to live for the sake of others is not easy at all. This is because when you try, try living for the sake of others, you could be misunderstood and then persecuted a lot. What kind of the heart do you all live with? Is your heart of fighting with the body and world to raise your uh, spiritual self and you know, struggling with the tears? Or do you fall into your own uh, uh, cares and worries that a heart that is the concern about yourself is greater than the heart that lives for the sake of others? Our cause of the faith is a contradictory world, cannot be without tears. What is the problem with our church members today? We only have the concept of the hearing the principle, but there are no tears in our heart. Our divine principle is so great, so high standard. We know uh, so many things compared to Christian people. Even though we have that kind of really great divine principle problem is, we only have the concept of the hearing divine principle. Just a divine principle like a concept, remain as a concept. But there are no tears in our heart. When we read, when we study Adam's family, how much do I feel Adam's family? When we're talking about Abraham's family, how do you feel the pain of Abraham's family? Jesus' family, Moses' family, all central figures' family. That's why when we study divine principle, okay, without, without uh, applying to our daily life, centering on heart, does not make any sense. Same as uh, like Christian people. Just only, uh, you know, we have more knowledge or information compared to other people. That's why, my brothers and sisters, we need to have tears in our heart. Really need to have a connection, heart-to-heart -heart connection when we study, you know, dual characteristics. And then we really understand holistically. wow, Heavenly God is my parent, I am child of God. And dual characteristic, dual characteristics relationship, inseparable relationship, Wow, really feel so much closer to God. And give and take action also, same things, four poison foundation, how much important, you know? Everything really need to relate to our heart and mind. Otherwise, just remain as a concept. That's why even though you read again and again divine principle, not much connect to your heart, then does not make any sense. So we really, uh, oh, we need to understand how to apply our divine principle to our daily life, centering on our heart connection. And the next. Ingrain the principle into your heart. One of the challenges that we Unification Church members face in our course of faith is that we must not only understand the principle, but also know how to instill it in our lives. We must ingrain the principle into our hearts in order to become true people. The principle and the words are seeds of love, and our hearts are like a field in which love is sown. Therefore, we have the responsibility 
to embrace the seed of the word in our hearts and nurture our lives and our spirit selves. Now that we have entered the era of bearing fruit, we must arm the field of our hearts with the principle and bear fruit. So what should we do specifically? We must sow tears in the field of our hearts. This is absolutely essential in the process of a fallen man becoming a man of original nature. If we do not accept the word with tears while listening to it, the word will all flow away. Listening to the word and saying that the word is right is a thought and notion. It has not reached the stage of Shimjung yet. That's why we want to have a heart of Shimjung. It is not just to believe in the word, but to go to the level of Shimjung by believing in the word. Wow, such a beautiful word. Wow. Thank you, true parents, for your guidance. Thank you, Heavenly Father, honey, as well. One of the challenges that we, uh, we Unification Church members face in our course of the faith is that the principle should not only remain as a concept, but we need to think about how to adopt the principle in our own lives and how to you know, ingrain the principle into our hearts. The principle must be ingrained in our bodies and the principle must become our heart for, uh, for it to become true love. The principle and the words are seeds of love and our heart are like a field in which love is sown. Therefore, we have the responsibility to embrace the seed of the word in our heart and nurture our lives and our spirit selves in order to arm the fill of our heart with the principle and fruit, we must sow many tears in the field of our heart this is the cause of resurrection for a fallen man to become a man of the original nature just as the birth sprouts you know through the rain and grows well we need many many tears like rain to grow our spirit selves. If we do not accept the word uh, with the tears while listening to it, the word will all flow away. Okay? Whenever we hear the, uh, the true father's word, divine principle word, whatever, if there is no heart connection without tears, the word just will goes away. After we hear the word, we can reach the stage of the say, saying that the word is right. But that has not reached the stage of the Shimjong yet. That's why the word just remains as a thought or notion. That's why we should strive to live with the heart of the Shimjong. Let's listen to the word with our heart. Let our heart spring out and move by practicing the word. Let us not just know and believe in the word, but let's go to the level of the Shimjong by believing in the word. Today, I talk about blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Thank you very much.
Thank you very much, Dr. Young. Let's give him a hand for this incredible, yet again, incredible message that he gives to us every single morning. Thank you really for teaching us that the divine principle that we're learning, learning every single day should be practiced and that we should really have it ingrained in our hearts that we're not just listening with our um, intellectual mind, but also with our hearts. Uh, every time we hear the divine principle. So thank you so much again, Dr. Young. And now for our living testimony, we have Kenta Ishikawa. She's a third year on GPA. And this is her first year as a CIG missionary. And she's leading the Dominican Republic team. So I believe she's gonna, we're gonna we have a video, I believe. Uh, so please go ahead and share. Good morning, Dr. Young. Good morning, brothers and sisters all over the world, my global family. Uh, my name is Kenta Ishikawa and I'm from the Bay Area, California. Um, I'm a third year CIG missionary here in the Dominican Republic and I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to share my experience and my uh, how God has been guiding me here. And so yes, my testimony is about my breakthrough experience uh, with True Parents, my relationship with True Parents and this experience. Um, started at, towards the end of my second year GPA as a fundraising captain. You know, I, I, towards the end of the year, I, I didn't know if I wanted to do a third year or to uh, do a third year to do CIG missionary. Uh, and I didn't have this strong direction in my life. Uh, and so I, one day I was calling my dad and he told me, you know, like fundraising is just formation stage, but witnessing, you gotta get up to growth stage. And I was like, okay, makes a lot of sense. You know, it's, it's good for me too, to, to understanding more about this movement and uh, you know like yeah I just knew it was good for me and so <clears throat> I decided to do a second or a third year and now I'm here in Dominican Republic witnessing um, but it's been amazing so far you know being able to talk to people and to loving them and practicing you know true father's words um, but one day I was talking to one of the, the church pastors here, Yumiko San in Santo Domingo, the capital here in the uh, Dominican Republic. And, you know, I was talking to her and she told me like, this year you have to find your direction in life or like your purpose or what you want to do, what you want to focus on. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I resonate with that. You know, I, I've been thinking about that too. And so this is what she told me, like, you have to read the DP. You have to read the DP every day, set a condition to read the DP for the purpose of finding my direction in life and I was like oh like I was really excited like oh yeah this is what I want to do like you know I, I knew that the DP changed so many people's lives changed my parents lives and uh, even changing people's lives in this very moment uh, and so I was like okay this is worth investing into to find my purpose and my direction in life based on the DP and so started reading the DP red and blue every single morning and I started realizing that like you know, like everything in history happened for the purpose of bringing two parents on earth. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing right now? I have to like get up and do something for two parents. And like, I have to do more. And so I had this like kind of feeling like I have to do more and you know, two parents are here. And like, I kind of had this like spiritual revival. Um, and so what helped me even more to understand this deeper was witnessing and so we recently had a, a four-day workshop in La Finca, this beautiful place where uh, they have leadership training and workshops for young people here in the Dominican Republic. Uh, and during this workshop, it was such an amazing workshop. And uh, during this workshop, I was talking to one of the guests and he was saying, you know, like he was so inspired by us. 
the CARP and CIG members, how we like serve so much and we don't expect anything in return. And he was like, you know, like, wow, you guys are so amazing and like so serving. You know, that's what true love is like when you serve and give without expecting anything in return. You know, in that moment, I, I realized that like, wow, like the reality of the world, right? Like people in the outside, like secular world, like whenever they give, they want to receive something back. Uh, but true father's words, right, is to, to practice true love, to give without, with, with no motivation to receive anything back. And so that's when I realized that like, wow, true father's words are like really for you to, to give you life, to, to, to teach you how to become a true person. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I started realizing the significance of true father and true mother's words and their teachings is really for us to, to show the example, the representatives of true parents, to be the representatives of true parents wherever we go. Um, and so this one other, this, uh, one other day, uh, we were at a Sunday service in Santo Domingo once again, and Carlos, the Car uh, CARP and YSP president here in DR uh, was giving the sermon. You know, he was speaking Spanish and he started crying at some point. Uh, you know, I didn't understand anything what he was saying, but uh, I, I did the best I could to understand and I used the Google Translate uh, to, to, to translate the True Father's words on the big, big screen he was showing. And uh, yeah, I remember reading the specific uh, True Father's words saying, you know, like we're living in the most greatest time in all of human history. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you're right. Like everything in history happened for the purpose of your parents to come. And now that your parents here, your parents are here, we're living in the greatest time in all of history. And I was like so grateful uh, for your parents and what they did for me, what they did for everyone in this movement, everyone in the world. And I, I just started crying so much because I saw, I saw Carlos crying and his passion and how much he sacrificed and how much he resembles true, true parents. And I just started crying so much. And uh, it was kind of like a Holy Spirit experience. Like, I didn't really know why I was crying, but I just felt so grateful for God and so grateful for true parents and what they did for us. Um, and so yeah, witnessing has been great here. You know, my team here, Abraham Salazar, Kata Takahashi, uh, Fumi Cargo, they're working so hard to, to liberating God and liberating true parents and saving the people and allowing the people here to living a better life and bringing them into the heavenly life. Uh, and so, yes, uh, we have about six people who already received Second Advent and who want to join CARP, which is really amazing, but it's all thanks to everybody at home and their investments and the United States, you know, uh, you know, since we're a global family, all of our investments are affecting each other. And so we're so grateful for everyone who's investing all around the world uh, for us to meet these prepared people. And so, yeah, that's all I have to share today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Have a good rest of your day. Monse. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you, man. Thank you so much, Kenta. I'm sorry I called you a she. It's a he. <laughs> Please don't kill me for that. Uh, thank you so much for your testimony. I really think, you know, through your testimony, we can learn how important it is to really study and learn about history. Because when you know the history of true parents and Jesus and all that, it's really hard for you to repeat the same mistakes because you know what happened in the past, right? And that witnessing also doesn't just change 
the the guest, but it really changes us as people, as a person, uh, individually. So thank you for sharing that with us this morning. 